guys, it's Marcus here. Uh, in this episode of The Messengers, we're going to continue to learn more about how we can have trust in our relationship with God. So join us as we learn to grow together. Hello, everybody. This is Marcus. And this is Trisha. And we are... The Messengers. Yay! Wow, that was... was <laughs> Silence. Okay. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> Yay! All right. Well, today we have a, another continuation on our episode series on what a relationship with God looks like. That's right. So, Tricia, can you tell us what we're going to be talking about today? I can. Oh, good. I will. Well, let's do it. All right. <laughs> we talked last time about trust and how and why you should trust God. So, we're, we're just going to do a continuation of that. Um, we're talking about trust again and just kind of finishing up some of the loose ends, I guess you would say, just continuing on into that process. Well, at least it's not split ends because that's really not good to have. That's right. In your hair, at least. In your hair, yeah. <laughs> or your fingernails. That's not good. No, that's, that's bad. It is. That's bad. <laughs> anyway, so um, we've been studying this and we learned that God wants a deep personal relationship with all of us individually. Trust is a big part of any relationship, and especially when you have to trust someone you can't even see. <laughs> That's a big issue with a lot of people. They're like, I can't see God. I don't know where God is. I don't know this. And why should I trust him? And yeah. that's, you know, that's the whole part of trusting God is putting your faith in Improving your trust, knowing that He loves you right. and that He wants the best for you. We realize that when we do put our trust in God, He will always be there to meet us, no matter where we are in our journey with Him. If we're just starting out, if we've been a Christian for 57 years or longer, <laughs> you know, wherever we are in our journey, and I, I mean, I guess I was saying that for age, you know, mm -hmm. but it's, you know, and early, a new believer can be 57 years old and, and a mature believer can be 15 years old. Right. So it's just wherever your walk with him is. Wherever your God timeline has, has brought you. That's right. That's good. So trust takes time and commitment. And that's why it's so important in any relationship. Right. And people, a lot of times people just don't want to put the the time into having a relationship with God, mm -hmm. and they just fall back, mm -hmm. you know? And, and that's, the, that's the sad part, is they, they miss out on so much. Oh, my goodness, yes. You know, we've talked about, and we'll probably talk about down here, that um, when you are saved, you are going to heaven, just like with the prayer of salvation, right? right? But if you just stay there, stagnant, and don't grow, it's like, you're missing out on life, the whole part of life that you're supposed to go through, all the benefits, all the good things, all the awesome stuff that right. comes with a relationship with God. So that is why we're talking about this because this is on our hearts and this is what we want you to know and teach you how to do. And, and we go through these things too. We haven't mastered every area of right. this, but we're walking through them and we're wanting to bring you guys along with us. Right. So, so come on. Come on, let's, let's, <laughs> let's start. 
All right, so the Bible tells us very clearly in Proverbs why we are to trust in Him. And we find that we are to do this so that we will have a better what? Life. Life, exactly. A better life here on earth, too. Not just when we get to heaven. Right. Everything will be perfect in heaven, but God wants us to have a great life here. Absolutely. And that, and you know, it's just, it's, it's amazing how much difference, how much different I am compared to who I used to be. Yeah. The life before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> before I was reborn. Before. <laughs> All right, so Proverbs 3, verses 5 through 6. I'm going to read this out of the NIV. It says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to Him, and He will make your path straight. That's awesome, because that's a promise. You know, when you do your part, when you trust in Him, then He will do His part and make your path straight. Yes. And help you, you know, lead you and guide you through this life. (laughs) So that you're not like, walking around, stumbling around in the dark. That's not what he wants. He brings light to your path and makes it straight. Because stumbling around in the dark is not good because, you know, you just don't tell what you're going to hit your toe on. That's right. That hurts. It does hurt. Like, (laughs) the other day, didn't you hit your toe on our couch thing? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Um, And it wasn't even dark. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So one of the first steps to do is just assert your faith. And you need to speak this out loud. And we've talked about this over and over and over, but it's so important to remember. You need to speak out loud because you're reminding yourself of your relationship with God. You're building your faith and you're, you're exercising everything. And it's just you just need to speak the words out loud. Amen. All right, so let's look at Psalm 31, verses 14, and again out of the NIV. It says, but I trust in you, Lord. I say, you are my God. I love that verse. (laughs) I do. Every time I get down, I'm like, you know what? I put my trust in you, Lord. I say, you are my God. And that just refreshes my soul. I mean, it just like makes me happy and it makes me feel like, That's all that matters. You know, you're my God, and I'm trusting you. Hmm. And the weight is just lifted off my shoulders. Right. Absolutely. Love it. So sometimes we just need to speak the truth out of our mouths and remind ourselves who we're trusting. And whose we belong to. That's right. So this, like I said, it boosts your faith, and it keeps you on the right track. Because otherwise... You get, what's the word, sidetracked, um, distracted. Distracted. That's the word. You get distracted and you start looking things to your left and to your right and you're not focused on God. So we need to bring things back into focus so that you know where you are and it keeps us on those straight paths that he has for us. Then we can remind ourselves of why we need to trust God. Preach it, sister. <laughs> okay, so let's look at Psalm 9, verse 1. Uh, at, once again, this looks like all these are out of the NIV. They're so not, actually. We're getting close. <laughs> we're getting close. The next few children. ones are. <laughs> all right. So Psalm 9, Psalm 9, verse 1 says, I will give thanks to you, Lord, with all my heart. I will tell of all your wonderful deeds. Awesome. And then if we skip a couple lines down to Psalm 9, verse 10, it says... Those who know your name trust in you. 
For you, Lord, have never forsaken those who seek you. That's right. Never. And ever, never. Never, ever, ever. <laughs> <laughs> we know that God says over and over, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. Right. That is so important. That's another thing that I do for myself, too, is when I'm feeling everything going on around me, just chaos, um, I think, you know, I hear God say, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. And that helps me, too. It's like, okay, God, you got this. I'm just trusting in you. (laughs) So that helps. But, you know, when we have anxiety or fear, It just shows us that we're not trusting God. When we worry, we're not trusting Him to take care of our needs. It's like saying, God, I don't know if you can do this, so I'm just going to worry about it. And that's ridiculous when you think about it, but it it happens that way. It even starts off with, I don't know if you can even do this. So we're putting ourselves into the mix, and, you know, that's where we, a lot of times where we go wrong. Yes. You know, it's just not... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when you say I before God, yeah. you know, I can do this or I can't, you know. Anyway, yeah. when, when you're thinking about yourself and not on God, that's when you start to get tripped up. Exactly. And you can stub your toe on the thing. <laughs> so we may think we're trusting, and some people even say, oh, I'm just trusting God. You know, and they they really aren't. They're just words, and they're inwardly trying to figure out how to do things on their own. And they're simply just not putting our trust in God when we do that. And there's, there's a lot of people that you may hear say that. Oh, I'm just trusting in God to help me get out of this situation. Well, part of that is you have to walk out that faith too. You have to listen to what he say, says and obey what he says. Right. But when you're really, really trusting in him, then it just it flows smoother. Exactly. Exactly. So there is power in speaking words. Again, we come up with this over and over, saying you trust him, and we need to do that in order to get to the place where we need to be. And like I said, it starts with steps of faith. Yes. You know, you don't have to go from zero to 100. You know, say, um, I can't trust in anything to like saying, oh, I have to trust in him for everything. You know, (sighs) you have to take steps of faith to get there. And that's how you grow. And the more you grow, the more you trust him. Right. Just, I mean, look at it as like you're in a relationship with someone. And let's say they did something wrong or did something bad to you. Then, you know, you lose their, 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 your trust in what they can do for you or who, who they are. So then they have to build that back up. Well, God wants us to put him to the test. Yeah. He wants us to say, help me out here, God. Show me what you can do. And Mm -hmm. when he shows us what we can do, we need to be faithful into saying, you know what? God did this. Mm -hmm. I need to tell other people about it. That's right. And And that's where our testimonies come in. Yes, and we need to thank him. That's one of the first things we need to do when he does something for us and it builds our trust. Thank Him and praise Him. And that boosts you up even more. Yeah. And it gives you the room to to trust Him even more. So we can begin by speaking verses that remind us of simple truths. And David was so good at this in the book of Psalms. I mean, so many psalmists, all the psalmists were, but 
David was right? David was just had this special thing about him. David and Solomon. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> All right, so Psalm 18, verses 1 through 3, it says, I love you, Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress and my deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I call to the Lord who is worthy to praise, and I have been saved from my enemies. Amen. When you read verses like that, it's like, He is my strength. He is my rock. And He has saved me from this. And He has done this for me. And and that's who my God is, you know. He's the strong, helpful, conquering type. Yeah. He's the loving God, the the one who wants our souls. But He will fight for us. He He He's like, it reminds me of a lion, like, after your cubs, you know, he's just like, you're not getting my kids, and yeah. things like that. It so. reminds me of those uh, lawyers you see on TV, those commercials they do. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I will do everything I can to get you everything that you you deserve. But you know <laughs> what? They're really not, to me, honestly, they're, they're doing it more for themselves. Oh, yeah. Uh, they're wanting to get their, their pay, too. Right. But right. God is in it for for you. Mm-hmm. God is not just in it to, to uh, get his his part of the money or whatever it is. Yeah. You know, God doesn't care about any of that. He cares about you. Mm-hmm. It's not like another person, like a lawyer. He doesn't really care about you. He, he cares about getting paid. So, but you can trust that God cares about you and wants the best for you in everything, every aspect of your life. Yes. And he wants to see you grow. He mm-hmm. wants to see you stand strong. And he wants to see you help others. That's right. The same way. That's right. Amen. And that's what we needed to do. (laughs) So when we truly trust God, we can rest assured that He will meet our needs. And that's when we come into a time of once you trust Him and get that trust built up, then you can just rest. You know, you don't have to be anxious. You shouldn't be anxious. You should be just like, okay, God, you got this. You know, show me what to do. I know I can do it. If you ask it of me, I trust you. So we give him control, and then, like we said, you thank him and praise him for all he's doing. And then when troubles do come our way, and we know that they will because it says so in the Bible, we know we'll have trials and tribulations, but we can turn to him and trust him to provide for us. And we know that because it says that he has already conquered this world, and so can we. Absolutely. All right, so let's look at some great scriptures on God meeting our needs. Sounds and good. Here we go. We're going to look at these three scriptures, and they're out of the English Standard Version, the ESV. See? I told you it wasn't all That's NIV. Right. <laughs> all right, so the first one we're going to look at is Philippians 4.19. And it says, And my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Amen. I love the whole book of Philippians. If you get a chance, just sit down and read it. It's not a long book, but oh my goodness, there's so many truths and it's a wonderful thing. If you get a chance, you know, just read the whole Bible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not yeah. just Philippians. Oh, that's right. Don't stop there. There's so much more. There is a lot more, but that's a good one. <laughs> All right, so the next two we're going to be looking at is in Matthew 6. And the first one is Matthew 6.25. It says, therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, 
what you will put on it. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? That's right. That's a good question. Mm. Isn't it? It is. Absolutely. <laughs> of course it is. And then the, the other Matthew 6 is going to be verse 36 to 33. Actually, it's 32 to 33. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. I'm sorry. 32 to 33. 36, I'm going back. You are. 36. <laughs> I saw that 6. is probably just threw me off. All right. All right. So Matthew 6, verse 32 to 33 says... For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Amen. Yeah. That's a precious promise, too. Amen. But, you know, this whole time he's talking about, you know, don't be anxious about what you're going to eat, what you're going to wear, all that stuff, because all the Gentiles do that. But then he brings it back to say, your heavenly Father knows that you need all this stuff. He knows you need food. He knows you need clothes. Maybe not designer clothes, but clothes. Yeah. And he's not going to leave you hanging. You know, he knows yeah. what you need and, and he'll give it to you. And look at Jesus. I mean, he didn't have the designer clothes of the day. Right. You know, it was nothing special to look at. Is what, is what the word says. Mm-hmm. But the fact is, he got the job done. And he, but he was perfect too. So you know, yeah. So we, we strive to be, but there's no way. <laughs> no, no. But the disciples, mm-hmm. you know, they weren't perfect, but they right. didn't have designer clothes. Right. But they were fed. They would just even walk through fields, and grain would be given to them. They'd eat grain and right. and get full. And, and they'd go to towns and they'd be fed. That's right. Because they they were told the people were told ahead of time, this person's coming. Take care of them. Mm-hmm. God will tell somebody. Mm-hmm. Amen. That's you know the, it's awesome. That God <laughs> That's, right. Care of That's right. Even with the <clears throat> the loaves and the fish and yeah. things like that. You wow. Know? You had to go there, didn't you? I did. I had to go there <laughs> because that's amazing. Yeah, Five thousand people. Five thousand um, men. I was just gonna say plus five thousand people plus <laughs> all their families. You know. Fed with extra. And and that's just, those people needed to be fed. They, like the disciples were like, they're going to, you know, pass out. They're not going <laughs> to have enough food. And, and it didn't happen just once. It happened twice. That's but right. It was the second time where you fed 4,000. That's right. So, that we know of. Yeah. I mean, it may have happened more than that. Yeah. Those are two special times. So the important thing to do with trust is not worry when it seems like we're not getting what we're trusting for. Like if you're trusting for something, um, a big goal in your life, and you don't receive it the next day, you know, don't give up. Don't give up on God. Just keep trusting and step by step, little by little, you know, things will come to pass. Right. So that's good. It is. (laughs) So no matter where we are in our relationship, this is true. You know, we're just trying to hammer this point home to you. He knows what we need. And when it seems like we may be losing the battle, and it seems like we may be taking three steps forward and then two steps back, you know, we're still keep walking, keep seeking him, and and keep going. And he will provide all the things that you need. Yes, he will. And that's when we look back, like you said, at our victories and say, hey, if God accomplished this here with me, through me trusting him here, then of course he's going to 
accomplish this when I need this. Right. And I and I can trust him for that. And even the disciples, this this just cracks me up. And um, <laughs> it's easy with hindsight, you know, 2020, to say, were the disciples really like that? But this story, I love the story. Um, they'd been with Jesus for a long time, and they still had problems with trust. All right, so these crazy disciples in John 14, <laughs> verses 3 to 9. Yeah, I said it right. This is out of the NIV. <laughs> Not 36 to 32. Okay, so <laughs> here it says John 14, verses 3 to 9. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you with me, that you also may be where I am. You know the way to the place where I'm going. And Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you're going, so how can we know the way? Doubting got Thomas, a, they yeah, called him. I got a feeling that's probably how he may have said it. Yeah, really. Uh, <laughs> hello. Then <laughs> Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really know me, you will know my Father as well. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. And then Philip said, Lord, show us the Father, and that will be enough for us. Uh-huh. Okay. You can imagine uh, how Jesus... You can imagine just like... <laughs> so, but Jesus loved them. He did. So Jesus answered, Don't you know me, Philip? Even after I have been among you such a long time, anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. So how can you say, show us the Father? <laughs> Like, did you not just listen to what I said? <laughs> but, yeah, they they had this problem of trust because they didn't have the perfect peace that we have now. And they they were thinking only with their minds, you know? They weren't thinking with their hearts. And that um, that is where a lot of them got into trouble. <laughs> but that is what God, that's what Jesus came to do. You know, he came to show us how to trust with our hearts and with our spirits and not in our heads. Right. So it's okay to say, Lord, I don't understand this. Please help me in my unbelief. But if the Lord says you're healed, like he says, he's already done it on the cross. You're already healed. But if you come back and say, I'm not healed. The doctor's report says I'm dying. You know, that is where you get into... A faith trust problem. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you need to, like we said, watch your words. And you need to trust that he has already healed you. He healed you on that cross. He took not just your sins, but the healing in his body. He was bruised for our transgressions and for Mm -hmm. our healing. Right. And it says, by his stripes we are healed. And Isaiah... 535. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, um, so you're getting messed up on these, these uh, scriptures today, too. <laughs> At least they're not right in front of you and you're reading uh-huh. it wrong. <laughs> That's right, yeah. First Peter 2.24, it's the same go. thing. Yeah. So look those up if you need to. Old and New Testament. All so, about Jesus. All right. When we've taken the time to trust God with the little things, and we see that he brought us through those things, then we can sooner trust with the larger things. It may not take as much time to build that much trust. It's like you're building your trust each time. 
And it's like, hey, you did this and this. I can trust you in this, too, in this big area. Right. So this usually happens, like we said, over a period of time. But don't be upset with where you are right now. In your walk with him, in your faith with him, in your trust with him, the important thing to do is just keep walking. Right. Don't stop. That's right. Don't turn around. Yeah, don't, don't go, go backwards. Don't go to the left or the right. That's right. Keep focused right in front of you. Mm-hmm. And keep trusting. Just keep putting your trust out there. And then important, important thing to do is just keep asking. When right. you ask God to show you the way and ask Him to show you how to trust Him more, He is more than willing to help you in those areas. Right. He is not a God of condemnation. He will not smite you or, you know, <laughs> say, how can you do that? He will show you His goodness, His love, His mercy, and that will lead you to repentance. Right. To wrap this up, let's look at Psalm 37, verse 4, out of the English Standard Version. It says, Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. That's right. Yeah. So when your desires match up with His will, you will always, always get them. Amen. And we've talked about that verse being taken out of context, but when you put it in context, mm -hmm. it's such a precious, precious, precious promise. Right. He will give you. It doesn't say He may, if He feels like it. It could happen. He will do it. And that's His word. And it depends. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on what, God. <laughs> you won't ever do that to you. No. He's uh, faithful and just and true. Right. So we hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. It's a little bit shorter. You know, yeah. it's not too long. But um, this wouldn't be an episode of The Messengers mm -hmm. if we, in fact, did not give you, the listener, the choice to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior if you've never done that before. That's right. So choosing to receive Jesus is the most important decision that you will ever make in your entire life. Ever, never, ever, ever, ever. Don't say never. <laughs> ever, ever, never. So God's word promises this. Out of Romans 10, verses 9 through 10. It says, If you will confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and will believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with a heart... Man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Mm -hmm. And then down in Romans ten thirteen it says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Amen. Amen. So by God's grace, he has done everything already through Jesus to provide salvation. Your part is simply to believe and receive. That's right. So if you are ready to believe and receive and change your eternal address, I would love for you to say this prayer out loud with me. I would love to lead you to, to the Lord. So say this. Say, Jesus, I believe you are my Lord and Savior. I believe in my heart that God raised you from the dead. By faith in your word, I receive salvation now. Thank you for saving me. Amen. Amen. So that is one of the most important prayers you will ever pray. That's that is, right. That is asking Jesus to come into your heart, to, to live there, 
and to be your Lord and Savior, yeah. basically. Yeah. So the very moment that you commit your life to Jesus, the truth of His Word will instantly come to pass in your spirit. And you know what that means? It means that's a brand new you. You've been born again. That's right. So you need to learn more about what the Bible says you have mm -hmm. and who you are mm -hmm. and what you can do. And the only way to understand more about making this decision is to read what the Word says. That's right. So we encourage you, start reading. If you have questions, email us. Yeah. Uh, let us know. You can go to our website at www.themessengersradio.com and you can uh, click on the Contact Us button. And then fill out that little form and it'll email both Trisha and myself. Mm -hmm. Or if you just want to email me or just Trisha, there are our individual emails are on that same page as well. Mm -hmm. But we encourage you, if you said that prayer, to continue growing, continue reading the Bible, finding mm -hmm. out who you are, and we will help you in any way that we can. Yes. All righty. All righty. So thank you guys so much for listening today. We love you guys. We hope this has been a blessing to you as much as it's been a blessing to us. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, guys. We'll see you later. Or we'll talk to you later. <laughs> I don't know. You may see us on Facebook or YouTube or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Did you enjoy today's episode of The Messengers Radio? Well, we sure hope you did. And if you'd like to contact us, you can always go to themessengersradio.com, click on the contact button, and fill out that form there. That'll go to both Trisha and myself. We look forward to hearing from you.